Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Brighton at home in the Premier League. Yes, you're probably wondering, it's Saturday evening and you're, and he's uploaded a podcast about Liverpool. Yeah, um, I managed to find a 3pm stream, which is very rare, um, and managed to watch Liverpool versus Brighton. Um, last On Wednesday, we came unstuck against uh, Napoli and drew 1-1 and it was back to Premier League duties where um, we need to get back to winning ways and obviously I trust our record at home at Anfield and Brighton seemed like a team where it's possible to get over the line and win and beat them but I was also thinking can this could be a game where we finally dictate play, dominate and win. The last time I've seen Liverpool dominate and win was probably gank away in the Champions League where we won 4-1. Um, but other than that, it's been very 2-1 all season-ish. And I'm tired of games that, don't get me wrong, I, I, it's a results business. If you're winning, you're winning. But I'd like to see the performances raise up a bit but we'll get into that so yeah that was the game um obviously there was news between um the napoli game and today that fabinho is out for six to eight weeks could be up for up to six to eight weeks not out for eight weeks but it just depends on how fast he can recover from rehab etc etc um yeah it's a blow i mean he was suspended for today's game anyway but it's a blow that he's injured for that long um we every single game liverpool play there's gonna be there's a midweek and a weekend game every month of december so we need every single player fighting fit but and also this means this is an opportunity for chamberlain for cater to step up and Take note and be, be the difference in the uh, and 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 replace Fabinho. Make you've got a point to prove now. If Fabinho is gonna be out for this long, stake your claim. So when he comes back, you may have to make Klopp make a decision on who in the midfield has to get dropped. Um. So yeah, but fortunately, the fixtures aren't too bad. We don't other than Leicester away and. The Salzburg game. All the other games, we should comfortably be beating these teams. Results-wise, anyway. So, yeah. So, that's that's the news on um, Fabinho's ankle ligament injury. We wish him all the best and get well soon. So, all right. Back to the lineup. In goal, you had Alisson. Left-back, Robertson. Centre-backs, Van Dijk Lovren. Right-back, Trent. Your midfield three, Henderson, Ronaldo. And Oxley Chamberlain and your usual front three up front, who I don't need to say anymore. Right. Yeah, so it was Oxalade who got the nod ahead of Cater for that vacant Fabinho spot. Um I had no problem. I I tweeted out earlier today that I wanted Ox to play anyway and have Genie in the holding, but um I'll get into position wise in a little bit. And yeah, Cato was on the bench, but uh, will he come on? Well, we'll talk about that anyway. So yeah, the game starts now. And 
I thought Genie would play the number six role. It turned out to be Henderson, so it was flashbacks of 1718. Genie playing the tidy up role and Ox having the free roam to do what he wants. And um Yeah, for the first half, uh how do I describe the performance? It was okay. We were we were singling Brighton had little spells but it wasn't significant enough to hurt um Liverpool. But on the ball we were looking a bit more tidier. Um uh, Mane getting on the ball a lot, taking defenders on. Firmino creating spaces, dropping deep. Um I really wanted Salah to kick on in this game. Um the first half he was a bit stagnant in terms of just performance wise. It just feel he seemed very conservative, like and I, and the reason why I say this is we all know he just came back from an ankle injury, but me personally, I think the ankle is still giving him an issue and he's playing with that on his mind. And that and his body language is portraying that he doesn't want to get injured again. And I think it's it's to the point where he's probably playing through pain barrier. Because when I was watching Salah play, it was very like safe passes. He wasn't I can't remember him having a shot in the first half to be honest. Um I remember a chance where who crossed it in? Somebody crossed it in. I think it might have been Trent who drilled it in. Um Firmino has a shot, it's saved. No, sorry, Mane's on the ball, he cuts in, passes to Firmino, he shoots keeper saves it and then another, there was another chance where we're on a break uh, I think I can't remember it might have been Mane who does a looping ball and Firmino could have squared this ball to Wijnaldum if he squares it to Wijnaldum it's a tapping it's it's 1-0 but he doesn't do that he takes the shot on himself keeper saves it and then um, finally we get the goal uh Trent is a free kick to Liverpool. Trent whips it in. Van Dijk heads it, loops the ball, past the keeper, 1-0 Liverpool. And from there, we were kind of more assertive. But then after the 25th minute, we kind of got stagnant a little bit and Brighton started to impose themselves more. Like, there's little things off the ball that I wasn't happy with. When Ox decides to press high... I've realised as a last season we didn't press we don't do gay gun pressing as much as the first two seasons. But Ox was playing like Ox was pressing like it's seventeen eighteen season. So then everyone else has to lead the press because Ox is pressed. And now and Brighton under new manager are able to play a different style of play. So they're able to pick pockets now and get themselves out of trouble and they were doing that every time we vacated the space Henderson as well sometimes I know he's he's been playing at the number 8 position but he's been now he's back to the number 6 position it's all about him uh, having to be like more defensively aware defensive positioning sometimes he get drawn into the ball and then you'll find yourself Lovren sucks himself in and then Brighton get a chance but it'll be like a half chance or a chance we can deal with. Something like that. Yeah. 
And then um, that was pretty much all Brighton did. And then we got a second goal, Liverpool corner, Trent whips the ball in, Van Dijk runs to the near post, heads it, top corner, 2-0. Two, two assists for Trent, two goals for Van Dijk. Very good. At this stage, I thought, okay, now we can do game management, impose ourselves Let's do the dominant thing and show Brighton why we are European champions. Show Brighton why um, why we can impose ourselves and at Anfield. But after the end of the first half and it started the second half, we never really did that. We kind of let Brighton grow into this game. And um, yeah, just again, it was just very stagnant. We were creating... We were creating chances again in this, but not clear cut chances in the second half. Like little balls weren't played quicker. Like um, yeah, just the flow, the just the flow. It just felt like a very strange performance. And then um, we we do a substitution. Salah comes off. Right, I've no problem with Salah coming off. I personally would have taken him off earlier. I just I just feel like he's playing through a pain barrier right now and Klopp has asked him to dig deep kind of thing. Eventually, there might come a point where his ankle might finally heal and then he can be like his old self again. But right now, it's not the style of old, which is very annoying. And Adam Lallana comes on, which makes me think, why has he come on? But in a way, I'm kind of thankful he did came on. I'll explain in a little bit. Um, and then I think five ten minutes later, Firmino comes off, Origi comes on, and then um yeah, and then Brighton start to impose themselves more and more. We get to the seventy fifth minute. Um, there's a ball looped over the top on Lovren's side. I don't think it was Lovren's fault. I wouldn't say it was Lovren's fault. Lovren was doing very well in catching people offside and controlling his aggression. But there was one time where he tried to do it again. But I think it might have been Robertson who was playing Connolly on. So then Adrian, Adrian, sorry, Alisson, instead for him to stay on his line, he comes, he's out of goal. Connolly heads the ball onto um, Alisson's arm. And Mark, Martin Atkinson blows for free kick. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. He might get sent off here. And Atkinson gets a red card out for Allison. I was bamboozled. And, um, yeah, I don't think... Let me talk about Allison. Since he's come back from injury, we have not gotten a clean sheet yet. He's played 10 games. It's, that's worrying. Compared to what he was doing last season... He's not been like himself at all. At all. Like, fair enough, he can make the usual routine saves. But the distribution, when he kicks the ball to start a counter-attack isn't there. Like, the sharpness he had last year just isn't there this year. And it was a stupid red card. Honestly, if you're a goalkeeper, professional like you, world-class like you, trust Lovren to try and... Because it's not like... It was a clear one-on-one. Connolly would have still had to work to get past um, Lovren. And then if he gets past you, 
Then it's a one-on-one situation. Then you can position yourself better. But it's just so impulsive and you jump out of... You come out of the box like a coyote or something. Flapping your ball. Flapping your hands at the ball. And... Uh, and causing now Liverpool to be in trouble. And then Adrian, obviously, he sat on the bench like, uh-oh, I have to come on now. I haven't done a warm-up or anything. There's a free kick to Brighton. I have to just immediately switch on. So then Adrian has to get himself ready. So then, obviously, we have to sacrifice a player to have a keeper and go. Oxalade comes off and uh, Adrian comes on. And Adrian is busy trying to get his wall together. He's shouting, shouting, shouting at Genie instructions. But I don't think it's resonating with the players. And then he's standing by the post. Lewis Dunk plays... Come in! Ah, hold on one sec. Oh, God. Yeah, Alisson. Alisson, um, yeah, sorry. Adrian is by the post. And then... A quick free kick is taken by Lewis Dunk. He just kicks it in the other side of the goal. Adrian's bamboozled. And for the remainder of the 10 minutes, we just have to kind of absorb pressure constantly and hope that um, Brighton don't make a meal out of it. But that's why I said earlier I'm glad Lana was on. Because off the ball, he can gay again press. On the ball, he was completely useless. Same with Origi. He has energy to sprint. And we were just kind of just bombing down, putting Brighton under pressure. Eventually, we got away with it with a 2-1 win. But Jesus Christ, I don't want to see this performance again. It's very annoying. How many 2-1 wins are we going? Um, don't get me wrong, 11 points clear. Obviously, I heard the news earlier, Newcastle drew to Man City, which is great for Liverpool. But this is very annoying and these constant 2-1s. It's not going to be sustainable between now and May. We got every every game in December is mid, every game between now and the end of the and twenty twenty. We got a midweek game to play. It's not going to be sustainable playing like this, and it's very worrying times. It's very worrying times. Um, I don't know what um, Allison will now miss the Merseyside derby. Uh. But the good thing is Adrian has played football between August and October. So he's only missed like a month of football at best. A month and a half maybe. So it's not like he doesn't know how to be in front of goal at Anfield. He will find his routine again. And it's very annoying. 10 games right clean sheet. Uh, it's very strange performance. We had there was there was plenty of chances to get the third goal, but we just didn't have that killer instinct and it just wasn't there. But fair play to Brighton. They showed up. They gave us a game. They're not the Brighton of last season. They really pushed us all the way. But at the same time, we kind of imposed on imposed that kind of result on ourselves. And yeah, um, hopefully this will eventually get corrected. But the fact we're playing this bad, I think last season, our performances and game management was much more tidier. But this time, it's not the case. But who cares if you're winning... All their games, bar one against United away, 11 points clear. It means we're allowed to fuck up three times and still be top of the table. And we've only lost one game in 51 home, in fifty one Premier League games. That's very big, very significant. Um, we've now matched a club record of 31 games in the, in the Premier League consecutive unbeaten. 
This is it's very good, but it's very good. Don't get me wrong, but there's room for improvement, and that's the best thing about Liverpool right now. There's room for improvement, room improvement defensively, room for improvement to get more goals. All this, all this stuff to improve on, and we are top of the table with eleven points. That's crazy. It's actually crazy to think about. So it's it's good. It's like, it's good things to improve on. So yeah. Um, that's me concluding the podcast. The next time you'll hear from me will be the Merseyside Derby. That's on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna have to find a stream to watch that. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. Thank you. And tune in on Wednesday, where we hopefully be Everton again. Thanks. <laughs>